Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer, Ron Miller, and Jerry Keezer. Welcome, race fans, to the Hammer Down Racing Report for March 3rd, show number 220. Jerry Keezer is uh, not with us tonight. A lot yes. of guests are. We do have a, which is probably good because I don't know if we had enough room on the screen for, for everybody if uh, Jerry was with us. So. Jerry takes up a lot of room. You're just saying that because he's not here. I can say that because he's not here. Coming at you live from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio, it's the Hammerdown Racing Report presented by Oakshade Raceway, live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Uh, make sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Hammer Report, follow us on uh, YouTube as well, and of course you can listen to us anytime on your favorite podcasting platform, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, um, whatever, you know, it's all good. You can also check out HammerdownRacingReport.com, I actually updated the website uh, Aren't you special? It's a little little prettier now, and it's got more. There's there's something new. Really? The Hammer Down Army. You know, there's the Kiss Army. Yeah, yeah, Now there's yeah. the Hammer Down Army. Really? Yeah, all it is is a little email newsletter thing. That's well, all it is. So if we get a, and I'm, we're not going to spam you if you sign up for it. So if go to HammerDownRacingReport.com. You can sign up for uh, a little newsletter. I don't really have any set. But uh, if we find out but, they haven't been signing up, we're going to start drafting them into the Hammer Down Army, right? Yeah, that's kind of weird, but sure. We can draft them if yeah. they don't sign up. Uh, so anyway. Uh, We're watching. If you want some special offers from our sponsors, then uh, yeah, sign up there. Or um, special news behind-the-scenes stuff from us. I haven't really decided what I'm going to do with it yet, so you're taking taking your chances if you sign up for it. Um, make sure to rate us and uh, review uh, on Facebook uh, or whatever podcasting platform. Yeah use we could we could uh, use a little recovery from that one star review we got from the person complaining about the barking dogs obviously <laughs> he doesn't own a dog no no i don't know it's kind of difficult to uh when we didn't have use of the studio anymore and uh, we kind of all had to be at Improvise. home so, yeah the best we could i thought we did all right uh the uh, best of toledo from uh, toledo city paper they have announced the winners, and yours truly, the Hammerdown Racing Report, was not a winner, unfortunately. We did not win. I did look into the winners because uh, I was just curious, and the winners were not from – this is not right. We're not uh, from Toledo, as a matter of fact. Unless Texas is a suburb of Toledo, Scott. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was uh, it was Texas uh, where this person is based. It's kind of a, a national deal. Um, uh, I'm just, trying to find it now. Now I can't find it. I'm on the Toledo City Paper page, and you think it would be right there, easy to find the results. But four one nine grind, they are local. They were the runner up. I do remember that off the top of my head. And, and I don't have a problem. We, we don't. With no, that. we don't share an audience with them. I think we're kind of. A little bit different um, there as far as our target audiences. Yeah, I, I give up. I'm not going to find that. So we'll just. Uh, I'm sure we were third. They yeah. only announced the top two, but uh, I'm sure we were third. So uh, thank you everybody for voting. I know a lot of uh, people did, uh, and we appreciate it. Uh, Oakshade Raceway. I mean, it's cool just to be nominated because we're yeah. like one of the six best. I think there were six nominees. Right. So I guess that means we're one of the six best uh, podcasts in Toledo. Three times. And the one from Texas. And the, yeah. I, I won't be a sore loser. Queen That's okay. Silva or You're something? not going to hear any more from me. 
Yeah. Also, not our target audience. <laughs> we we do not have audience overlap. I don't think uh, too greatly with either of those other podcasts. Uh, we do have a lot of listeners in India, though. We do, according to our podcast uh, metrics. Yeah. Uh, got to thank Oakshade Raceway. We're the fastest meet to race racing every Saturday night during race season. Right now, working on that 2022 schedule. Make sure to follow them on social or visit oakshaderaceway.com. And uh, so far, the only official date I have is the Summer Nationals, July 16th, 2022. That's this year. And uh, unofficially, the uh, opening day was April 30th, I believe. Right. So as soon as we get that schedule, we'll let you know. Also, we're welcoming a brand new sponsor tonight. Really? Yeah. Another one? Another one, yeah. Bentley Shaw was with us a few right. weeks ago, a month ago. I don't remember oh, when that wait. was. Yeah. What? There, yeah, there it is. is. Right Dominator there. Race Products. Check out DominatorRaceProducts.com uh, to check out hood scoops, nose and tail, and other body panels, wheel covers, and pretty much uh, any other part for uh, dirt late models, modified sprint cars, street stocks, and more. DominatorRaceProducts.com. Or call 419-923-6970. Uh, also available at fine dealers across the USA, like uh, Romulo Race Cars, yeah. I do believe. So, got to thank Big D's Pizza and Romulo Race Cars, Freeze Frame Photos, and Headhunters Barber Studio and Salon, also sponsoring us. Tonight on the show, we're talking quarter midget racing. Uh, we got the guys from the Capital Quarter Midget uh, Association up there in Lansing, Michigan, uh, joining us here. Let's uh, let's bring everybody in. How the Quarter Midget shows have proven to work out pretty well for us, Scott, and, and it's really neat to uh, to give some some of the young up and coming racers uh, a, a chance to talk in front of an audience. Yeah, yeah. And, Not that we want to scare. And them it always seems to be the one with the most people too, because <laughs> we got. <laughs> We've got uh, some directors and drivers with us. Uh, as you can tell, the guys without the facial hair are probably most likely the drivers. Uh, everybody else here, we have uh, Anthony Osborne. He's the guy that actually reached out to us, a rookie director, and uh, I believe uh, relatively new to uh, quarter midget racing, right, Anthony? Uh, yeah, we will be entering into our second year. Uh, last year, we were uh, one of the scholarship uh, recipients for the track. We'll and so we've, uh, we were one of the groups that uh, the scholarship opportunity stuck with, and we're here to stay. All right. Down there in the Delta racing window, we have uh, President uh, Dustin Weber. Is, is that how you pronounce your last name? Uh, yeah, yep, that's the correct pronunciation. Okay. And also... Uh, joining us, uh, Josh Delhi. Deal. As in, shut up and deal, Scott. I think that I think it was spelled wrong when it was texted to me. I'm going. I'm blaming that one on Anthony because he. It's not D E L H I. Then. Oh yeah, deal right there on the screen. See, I just if, if I would have just looked. All right, and then uh, of course we have uh, racers with us as well. We got Miles Osborne. Jackson, not Del High, deal. And uh, Lucas, down there in the Delta Racing window. Hi, guys. So, uh, Thanks for having us. Now, you guys are all up uh, in the Jackson, or Jackson, all up in the, um, I saw your name. <laughs> Lansing like, area. The Lansing area. Jackson's not too far. We had, when right. I, I used to work at the radio station, the student radio station at Michigan State. Yeah, yeah. Up there, and we had a lot of listeners at Jackson, uh, um, the 
the jail or prison, whatever that Four is. Four or there. five of them. Yeah. Did a lot. They wrote us a lot of letters. So they're not that far apart. Anyways, you guys are around the, the Lansing area. Uh, give us a little uh, history uh, about the Capital Quarter Midget uh, Association. So it sounds like you have some familiarity with quarter midgets. You know, they started as supposedly a quarter scale of a full-size midget. And uh, back when they started, they, I mean, they looked almost identical to the the midgets that were being run uh, just with a two and a half horsepower continental motor uh, with no roll cage over the top for the kids and essentially just a little lap belt uh, that was keeping them in. Now, Lansing is actually one of the longest and running and oldest tracks in the country. It was started over 60 years ago, right in that that golden age of uh, dirt car and midget and sprint and champ car racing. Uh, and it actually started as a dirt track just for a couple of years. Uh, and then it went to a pavement track and it's been in the exact same configuration uh, for, for nearly 60 years. And what's really cool about that is that Somebody like Dave Darland raced on the same track that Ed Carpenter raced on that now Miles and Lucas and Jack are racing on. Uh, And it's been right behind. There's been multiple restaurants in front of it right now. It's Reno's North. It used to be Richard's Pigeon Inn. Uh, And then even before that, there was another restaurant. Uh, But it's it's essentially been the same track for all of those years. And it's just a really cool track. It's really tight the smallest track in our region, uh, the Midwestern region. Uh, and it, it makes for some tight, fun, tough racing. And if you hear some of the kids uh, that used to race on that track that have come out of it, you can see how it breeds really good racers. You look at Carson Hosevar, who's in the truck series right now. He started there. Uh, Eric Jones, the NASCAR driver, started there. Uh, so a lot of these um, you know, great drivers kind of cut their teeth on this track and it really makes for good racing as far as size go are you you're familiar with uh, the track we have here in the toledo area at the uh lucas county rec center yes sir i held the nationals last year okay is it as far as the track size is it uh, about the same as that smaller than that it's about uh, 10 feet. I shouldn't say 10. I know exactly the difference. It's 13 feet shorter, uh, and it's about 10 feet tighter. Uh, and the Toledo track's banked. And so what's cool about these tracks is they have all these different styles and configurations. So whereas Toledo's uh, really banked, Lansing's pretty flat. So different setups, uh, different patterns that you have to run, and, and really different skill sets. Now, your track is uh, located... Uh, I was talking to Anthony the other day in the northern end of uh, Lansing. Yes, sir. Right, right uh, uh, near off of 127 and uh, 69. It's just right off of the highway. And when uh, when do you guys race? Right when, once race season picks up. I can turn this over to Dustin. He can talk a little bit about the schedule. Okay. Yep. Our opening weekend is going to be. Um, uh, April 9th, we're going to have just like a rookie day and um, a tri-ride session um, all day long. So um, so what the tri-ride is, we haven't uh, exactly posted it on Facebook yet, but that's where um, all the members bring a car. We have a couple um, like track cars and people can sign up for certain, uh, certain time slots and, um, and they can try 10 laps on the track. Just bring your kid. We have all the gear. 
put your kid in the car. We get them some laps, see if they like it or not. What, um, uh, what's the uh, the age requirements for that? Uh, quarter midgets is um, uh, you can start at four and a half, and then you can race um, red rookie um, at five, and then it goes all the way up to, I think, 17. I think they added – they used to be 16, but then they added mm-hmm. a year on to the end of it, I think, last year. Um, so, yeah, any any kid – Five to seventeen can come out um, on April, 9th. April ninth. Yep. Oh, uh, what's the what's the cost uh, involved with that? Uh, ten dollars for ten laps. No, April 9th is a Saturday. That is a Saturday. Yes. Okay. Yep. I believe you have yep. plans that day, Ron. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I do indeed. Uh, so that's uh, do you guys uh, run then weekly after that? Uh, we run about um, once a month usually, okay. Because um, the 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 club level um, can't uh, schedule a race over a regional or a national, so it kind of gets kind of tricky um, figuring out dates you can run at your club. But we have a total of I think thirteen total races this year, beginning in April and ending in October. Um, so about once a month. It's up on our Facebook page. Um, I think we posted it maybe three weeks ago or so. It's one of the top. Um, post that's on there right now so what's uh what's the facebook page that people can find uh capital quarter midgets association just search for that and and find it so what do you guys are as far as you three racers there and and racing dads um how often then do you guys race because obviously just once a month then up in lansing but i'm assuming you guys travel around then uh, with with these other series uh talk uh, can one of you guys talk a little bit more about that uh, Josh, you go ahead. You're probably the busiest out of us three. So. <laughs> yeah, we, we've kind of been in it the longest. There's really, you can race year round. Like just this last weekend, we were in Fontana, California for a national race. Uh, there are 10 tracks in the Midwest region uh, that have races uh, throughout the spring, summer, and fall. And then races down south during the winter. And there's also even an indoor series uh, down at uh, the uh, Ohio State Fairgrounds in Columbus that you can race uh, pretty much year round, almost every weekend. So uh, it just depends on the the series you want to run and the commitment you want to make. If if you you know just want to race a couple of times a year, you can just race at the club level, but. Uh, you know, if you kind of make it your life and your uh, family uh, time, then you can race pretty much all the time. So where, uh, I guess, uh, asking the drivers now, uh, let's start with, with Jackson there. Uh, where's your favorite place to race and how long have you been racing? So I've been racing for about six-ish years. I'll be starting my sixth year. And I don't really have a favorite track, but I've had tracks that I've had more success at than others. So let's say the Toledo track. I really enjoy that track. I won my first two national level races there. Then also Lansing has been the track I've raced at for so many years. I love that track. But then there's also some of the tracks that are closer to our house, like Kokomo, Indiana. That track's also an extremely fun track that I like driving at. How'd you do in California last week? We won two of the four national races we competed in and well, finished. Congrat- congratulations on that. Thank you. Is that, uh, is that what I see behind you there? Oh, wait, no. Yeah. yeah that's one, that's yeah, one that's of the, the banners. banners. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> um, 
Uh, what about uh, what about you, Miles? Uh, you, I guess you've just got one one year under your belt. Uh, where's your favorite place to race? Probably McNulty Speedway. McNulty. Is that the is that the dirt track uh, down here? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Do you guys uh, run yeah. on dirt very often, or is it mostly asphalt paved tracks? Well, there's a uh, there's a dirt series and a pavement series. Uh, since Lansing is is pavement, you'll see what most of us will race pavement more. But uh, that McNulty Speedway is a ton of fun. Uh, so the, and they set the schedule up outside of the pavement races, so it's pretty easy for us to flip our cars over and get down there. What what is involved to uh, to flip it from uh, running on the asphalt to uh, the dirt? See, you want me to tell all my secrets here? <laughs> well, I mean, just the, you, in general. Stop? In general, no. what would people need to change? Tires? Yep, tires. You need to shift all of your weight over to the right side and get your ride height set so it's leading on those right side tires. Uh, and you, like you said, you can run different compounds. So, uh, you know, m- minor adjustments, but a minor adjustment in a quarter midget goes a long way. What's uh, I mean, what kind of suspension... Is They've there, got uh, coilovers, Scott. Do they really? Oh, absolutely. Yep. I'm thinking these yeah. things are more stiff like a go-kart. Oh, no, I didn't realize no, no. it. Uh-uh. Okay. So no, uh, and, go ahead. Yeah, so so coilover shocks. Jack's car has an independent front suspension in it. There's a ton of technology that goes into the cars. You'd be surprised until you see it, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's there's a lot of engineering in that. So back to Miles here. Uh, why, do you, why do you like uh, the dirt track there? Just when you're riding in the car, you can just feel yourself moving around and just bumping in the car. It's just so much fun. It it's just very fun the way you move around like that. Do you do you, do you find it more uh, do you find it more challenging to uh, run on the dirt? Yes. Yeah. yeah. People can't hear you shaking your head, but. <laughs> Ron appreciates uh, the dirt thing, don't I you? I do. Yeah, I know you do. Uh, what about uh, what about uh, uh, Lucas? Uh, what's uh, how long you been running, and uh, what's your favorite track? Uh, yeah, I've been racing for four years, and probably my favorite track is uh, Kalamazoo, just because of the banking going through the turn. You can feel your body just suck down in the turn of how fast you get down off the banking. Uh huh. I can imagine there's probably a lot of g-forces and those things i just i've only seen these things run at the the toledo track and just watching them even on it's a bank track and I, they're just it's like slot cars they're just stuck to the track it's incredible that i mean how many how uh how many laps are is a, a typical race for you guys and do you run like heat races and features yep anybody anybody <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh. Go ahead, Jackson. We do. So we run a heat race feature type format about exactly the same as, let's say, midget cars. And so we'll have for the rookie cars, they'll normally have 10 lap heat races and 20 lap features. For the uh, junior classes, for uh, like people who are above average for rookies, but until nine years old, they'll be running 15 lap heat races and 30 lap A mains. And then for the older classes, like the heavy and senior classes, you have to be over nine to run them. They have 20 lap heat races and 40 lap features. Wow. Do uh, 
Caution laps don't count then, do they? No. Okay. Lucas, uh, how about your career? You what's What are the high points in your career? You've been racing a while now. Uh, yeah, I've been racing for four years. Probably the biggest race that I've won in was uh, this year at the Rumble in Fort Wayne where I got the win in uh, Senior Honda. Nice. That's pretty cool to be uh, in, in the same building as, as a lot of big names in, in racing. Uh, yeah, Tony, Tony uh, Stewart goes there. He drives his midget. Uh, Rico Abreu, he drives his midget there. Tony Stewart and uh, Acre, um, Rico Abreu are on the same team for the midgets at the Rumble, yeah. Did they interview you after you won? Uh, yeah. That was Jerry. He's our other co-host. He's not here tonight, unfortunately. But So you've talked to Jerry. He's a pretty crazy guy. <laughs> so what, uh, Lucas, uh, who, who uh, I mean, you mentioned some drivers there. Who do you uh, kind of look up to as far as uh, drivers? Uh, yeah, Tony Stewart. Um, he's kind of my favorite driver. So when I go there, I kind of like to watch him at the Rumble to see how he does in uh, all the sessions there. He seems uh he seems like he might be a little bit before your time, but that's kind of cool. Why why do you like Tony Stewart? I uh, I don't know. He's just a pretty fast guy. He can go anywhere and be pretty consistent with other drivers. How do you feel about Kyle Larson? Uh yeah, he's been really fast. I mean, he can drive in any car and be about really consistent in every race. I mean. Okay. Those are all politically correct answers. Jackson made a face there. What was that about? I'm not 100% a uh, Kyle Larson fan. No, why is that? <laughs> Neither is Chase Elliott. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> blasphemy. <laughs> he doesn't know what he's talking about. He's too young. <laughs> so who do you look up to, uh, Jackson? Um. Well, I'm a little, uh, I was a little bit, you know, uh, I, well, I initially started as a Kyle Bush fan and over the years, I've watched him, and every single time, I've, he's just been—he's just caught my eye. He's good. And some yeah. other drivers from other series, is like Alexander Rossi. He like—he's just amazing. And other and in Formula One, I normally cheer for uh, Max Verstappen. So those three drivers are really the people I look up to. You seem to be pretty tuned into racing. Uh, have you seen a difference in, in Kyle Busch's demeanor since uh, he got married and had a couple of kids? Seems like he's settled down a little bit. Maybe not in a race car, but, you know, seems, seems like he's... Uh, he still complains the same. Yeah, he does. But it, it seems like he's uh, gotten a lot closer to the fans. Yeah. And actually, just this past weekend when we were in Fontana, California, him and his family came down and did the quarter midget race there. And it was really, really cool to see him and all, the, all of his crew. And it was really cool. Well, his son uh, was racing? Yeah. That's right. He's, he's, he's been doing pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Miles, what about uh, uh, your racing heroes? You got anybody you look up to? Um, Kurt Busch and Lucas. Kurt Busch and Lucas? Yeah. Lucas, like, right there next to you on the screen? Yeah. Oh, okay. Look at that, Lucas. You got uh driver uh, already looking up to you. How's that make you feel? Uh, I don't know. Pretty good, I guess. You feel like you have to be a good role model now? 
I mean, I guess so. I guess I could teach him some stuff. I don't know. <laughs> He's going to have to be fast this year to keep Miles off his bumper this year. <laughs> so what, uh, Miles, what, uh, what's your future aspirations here once uh, you're done quarter midget racing? I mean, do you want to go midget racing, maybe up the NASCAR or go the IndyCar route? or what? what uh, where do you see yourself when you become an adult? Um, either driving a midget or, um, an NBA superstar. An NBA superstar? Yeah. Basketball, right? right? I just went to a Pistons game over the weekend. That pays pretty well, too. So, yeah, good thought. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. Uh, What about you, Lucas? Uh, What, what, uh, where would you like to end up in your racing career? Uh, probably, uh... Dirt sprint car, USAC racer. Okay. You're just going for the, the narrow, very very focused, as opposed to like uh, Kyle Larson or Tony Stewart that uh, races and everything. But that's okay. Uh, what, <laughs> what about you, Jackson? Uh, really anything in the big leagues. Like, I... It's honestly anything. Like, I let's say I'd like to run in the Midget Series, the NASCAR Series, or the IndyCar Series. One of those three would be a dream come true. Fair enough. Now, is uh, Quarter Midgets, you guys, uh, I'm guessing, are all in agreement, a, a good place to uh, get started in racing? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. How, do you absolutely. Guys, how do you guys feel about go-karts? Because I, I know a lot of people are into the, the go-kart racing. Well, it's interesting. I think it's a, a different skill set, uh, you know, in, in terms of, you know, what sort of skills you want to learn with racing. I know a lot of the kids that come from quarter midget racing uh, and they move up into open wheel or to late models or legends, they say uh, everything in the bigger cars happens a lot slower than it does in quarter midgets. So just uh-huh. developing those instincts and to be able to race so closely with people and make split second decisions. Um, it's just kind of a different skill set that you have. And it's incredibly safe. Uh, it's as racing goes to have your kid in something that's so safe, uh, completely in a cage, uh, you know, with full five point harness belts. They're, they're just, it's a great way to great, safe, fun, family oriented way to start. So say, uh, say there's a family out there listening, uh, has a young, young kid. I won't say son because females, uh, we, oh, yeah. we've had lots of female quarter midget racers in here, uh, that have actually graduated up to full size stock cars. Absolutely. Um, but what, I mean, what, what do you say to them if, uh, they're kind of like they're out there, they've watched the races, but they have no idea how to get into it. How, what, uh, what do you recommend the path and first steps for, for people to get into it. Maybe Anthony might be a, a good person to answer this since uh, you're relatively uh, new to the sport. Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of these clubs will have Facebook pages and stuff like that. And a lot of the clubs do the try rides like what we'll do. Um, and I've noticed that, uh, you know, there's quite a few clubs out there that we've, uh, from tracks that we went to that have um, scholarship cars for kids who are just, uh, don't really know much about the sport, families don't much, know much about it, just to get their feet wet a little bit in the sport. Um, that's, that's how we got into the sport, is through um, looking up racing. Um, Miles was riding a dirt bike, and it just didn't work out for him that well. 
So we found Quarter Midget Racing through Facebook, filled out an application to um, get involved, and we got we got accepted to be into it. So I mean, there's you can do that, and and just the tri ride setups are a really good way to get to see whether you're going to be interested or not. You know, the tri rides are very big and very important. Almost every track has them. So yeah. Oh, yeah, and we sometimes, you know, you might be able to find us out at, you know, other events and stuff with our cars, um, you know, like uh, car shows and things like that. So so what what is this uh, scholarship thing you're talking about? How can people get in there? Uh, so, yeah, so you can go on our website or on the Facebook page at uh, Capital City Quarter Midgets, and we've got an application you could fill out, and that gets you um, – an opportunity to get into one of we have actually we have three uh scholarship cars this year that are uh club owned and um we'll put you in those cars you guys you know the parents can learn um the process of uh car setup and things like that by taking it home um and doing that stuff at home the only thing that's required out of you is your usac membership and your um uh, club membership. And then, you know, I mean, a lot of the safety equipment that you need for your personal self, but, um, you know, we've talked as a club and there's, there's ways for us to help out people and stuff to get some of those things as well. Those safety equipment things as well that they might need if they're just not, uh, prepared that fast. But, um, yeah, it's as simple as filling out an application on our website. Now, you dads, uh, I'm assuming that this is almost as uh, much fun for you guys uh, to watch the little ones out there racing as it is for them to actually do the racing. Am I right? Absolutely. I can tell you that that I used to race, and uh, the moment that I saw him take his first checkered flag, it, it blew away anything I'd ever experienced. And to be able to spend the time working on the cars and at the track and traveling, um, you know, with your kids, uh, with your family. It's just, it's, it's a, it's a beautiful sport that truly you all contribute to the team and you share in the successes and failures as a family. It's just, it's such a, like you, you watch a soccer game and it's coached by somebody and there are a bunch of other players, but this is truly your family going out and competing and going through the process together. It's just a beautiful experience. Here's a question for uh, for the racers. Um, I know a lot of tracks, uh, and I, I've seen a couple of um, mom races at uh, at the Toledo track. H- have any of you guys let your mom drive your car? I have, and it was definitely an experience. So, yeah, yeah, we weren't at there. So she, at the time, she was a little taller than me. And we still had a poured seat, so I was a little smaller. And when she got into the car, it was a really tight squeeze, and her knees were going through the frame and everything. And with the cars I have, with the throttle, it's like right here, and here's the body. And if your foot's too big, it will hit the body and get stuck. And what happened was when she hit the gas, her foot got pinned to the bottom of the, like, to the, on the body. And because it was because I was still super pretty small at the time, she couldn't like reach the switch, and she went through right through someone. 
Oh, <laughs> she went fast for a while, though, didn't she? About three quarters of a lap, and she hit everything. <laughs> she didn't break the car, did she? Yes, actually, no. caused about one hundred and fifty dollars worth of damage. Oh, <laughs> Lucas, how about you? Uh, yeah, uh, I think I've had my mom raise right. Yep, in the car, yeah. in the car, yeah. mile uh, has. Yeah. yeah, she didn't crash at that. She was, she was decent. I think she got like second or third. I think. Well, she lapped everybody. Oh, she did. Yeah, oh. <laughs> she was that good. <laughs> <laughs> Miles. Yeah. Um. My mom never drives into my car, but I really was hoping she'd say yes when we offered her if she wanted to. I really wanted her to say yes and see what would have happened. Maybe this year? Yeah, I really hope that happens um, this year. I, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Marsh family. Uh, Braden yes, Marsh yes. and uh, Miranda and uh, their, their mom drove a race that I watched at Toledo and it was entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't say it was great, but it was entertaining. I've never heard of the mom's race thing. This oh, does sound yes. like it would be fun though. Oh yes. <laughs> and expensive. I don't, if, I don't know if she ever told you, but uh yeah. Miranda won the scholarship or scholar athlete award uh for all of the Midwest region. She's, really? She's, quite the, the driver and student, so great family. Now, she ran a sportsman car down here uh, last summer, and she's stepping away, and Braden's going to run that car this year. So, Yeah. I did not know that. We'll see how that goes. How old's Braden? Braden? Old enough to drive. Okay. He's bigger than <laughs> as long, you are. As long as I think that's why he's not running quarter midgets anymore. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't want my foot to get stuck there. I, th I think Braden's only 14, but he's he's a big boy. Okay. Uh, so what? Uh, go through. Let's go uh, through one more time here, uh, everybody. Uh, what uh, what event? Uh, we'll start, uh, I guess, with with Jackson here, since we were talking to you last. What event are you most uh, looking forward to uh, this this season, this upcoming season? Well, or, or did you already have it in California? Was that the? No, was that, that wasn't. Oh, okay. It. So. I'm really excited for the national race down in Indianapolis inside the 500 Speedway. Oh, yeah. That, that is like the biggest race of the year. And it didn't happen last year because it was on dirt and we didn't have the time to change the cars and everything. And so finally we get to go back to the Brickyard and race there maybe for the last time and see if we can finally win a race there. Will it be on dirt again this year? No, it will be pavement. Okay. Uh, what about you, Miles? What What are you most looking forward to this year? Um, probably mini Indy. Mini Indy. Okay, this is probably better than uh, than Maxi Indy. Big <laughs> Indy. I, I don't know. Where I'm yeah. Going with that. Uh, what about you, but Lucas? Mini Indy is. Uh, this is. Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, give us a little more on Mini Indy. Oh, I was just going to tell you, his Mini Indy is, uh, this is the uh, last year of the Mini Indy track. So Miles wants to be able to go uh, get a little piece of history in there, put his sure. uh, wheel and skills out there one time before it goes bye-bye. Very cool. And uh, what about you, Lucas? What are you looking forward to? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, I think uh, we're going to do the Midwest Series. 
Where where all do they does the Midwest series run? Uh, I think it's uh around all the tracks. I think all the tracks in the Midwestern like a, region. Yeah, it's usually an eleven race series, but they kind of went to a split season um, because of COVID two years ago. So they alternate tracks. So um, I can't remember what tracks it is this year, but we typically don't uh, run the whole series, but we're going to do that this year. And then probably they just added um, the last Dirt National is at Eldora uh, this year. So we're going to try to hit that race probably. Awesome. Uh, did you guys race race for trophies, uh, I'm assuming? I don't, I don't think you guys race for, for money, right? Well, no money involved except buying everything. Just fixing, yeah, <laughs> fixing everything. <laughs> A wise person once told me that race car parts were free, and I, I don't know if that's true. Yeah. Or not. yeah. <laughs> Is this true, Ron? You've been uh, overcharging me all these years. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, you guys got any, uh, before we let you go, you guys uh, got any sponsors? Uh, we'll stick with uh, you, Lucas. Uh, you have any sponsors that uh, help you out in the car? It's kind of uh, gives you. Yeah, my, uh, yeah, my grandpa, Curbs Plus Inc. Um, that's a really it. Hella Graphics. Um, yeah, Baker Racing Engines, NC Chassis, uh, Advanced Racing Products, uh, Advanced Shocks. Hell, you got more sponsors than I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your chassis builder? Uh, NC Chassis. Okay. Cool. What about uh, what about you, Miles? You got some uh, sponsors? Um, Proc Rocket and my grandma and grandpa. Grandma and grandpa, those seems, are good seems sponsors. like grandparents are a big part of a lot of people's racing. <laughs> uh, what about you, Jackson? All right, this is a long list. I, he'll probably say the rest of them <laughs> if I forget because it's <laughs> difficult. So our main ones are um, Ultimate QM. And uh, AFCO race cars, AFCO chat or AFCO shocks. Um, we've got uh, the AGR Fat Boys, um, Baker Racing Engines, of course, the, the best engines you can find anywhere. It's a good spokesman. Um, um oh, I, we have too many. <laughs> Hello Graphics, uh, we're welcoming on Second Shift uh, Motorsports as a sponsor this year uh, and uh, really grateful for Marcy and Mike Nye, DF Seeds, and, and Grandpa, another big one. <laughs> another Grandpa, got to like Grandpas. So uh, again, uh, people that are interested in, in getting involved in, uh, in uh, quarter midget racing or racing just in general, April 9th is... Uh, what do you have your uh, the ten dollars for ten laps, and that's at uh, the track there up there in Lansing. Correct. Yep. Yeah. And we'll have yeah. a, we'll make a post, and there'll be like a sign up genius. No, uh, we we have a uh, we have a local team that just bought a car. Um, what's the first time they could come up and run some practice? Uh, so opening track is the week before that. Um, so the track will be open the weekend before. Um, That'd so be the second. Um, yep. So April 2nd tentative, you know, based off the weather, if the weather's terrible, if we get some sure. kind of, you know, snow thing, but tentatively April 2nd, it'll be open. Um, but they need to hit it, you know, get a hold of, uh, one of the board members, um, you know, get their USAC filled out, get their track membership stuff filled out. And then, um, 
come to the track or get a hold of one of the board members and get their car safety. We need to go through their car and make sure, sure. you know, check off the car and everything. Um, but that's a basic, you know, just get, get a hold of a board member, get with us and we'll get them all squared away. Very good. Okay. And the, uh, the $10 uh, for 10 lap thing, they do have to sign up ahead of time. They can't just show up. Uh, they can still um, show up anytime. They just might have to wait a little while to, so we can fit them into a time slot. So Gotcha. And um, you'll have the safety. They don't have to bring any safety equipment. You'll have the safety equipment, everything there. Yep. Just uh, mainly just closed toe shoes is about it. We'll have a suit, um, uh, some kind of neck restraint, gloves, and a helmet. Awesome. Now, is, now the car that you put these uh, get these kids into, uh, you know, for the first time, is this a like a special kind of deal where it's not as fast as the other cars, or is this like a? So usually, yeah. Well, um, the cars, most of the cars with the, the way the throttle set up, they have an adjustable throttle stop. So we'll either unhook the throttle so it's just idling around, or we'll limit the amount of throttle the kid uh, can use. But I'm, I'm assuming it still goes pretty fast how uh, we kind of tone them down a little bit yeah so any again any aspiring racer that wants to practice on the uh, tri ride from four and a half years on up correct yep and your website is capital quarter midgets.com i believe yeah yep so information can be found there or uh best way to contact you guys is uh on the facebook page on facebook yes so just search uh Capital Quarter Midget Racing, and uh, should be able to hook you guys, hook up with with you guys. Uh, I want to thank everybody for uh, coming on and and wish you the best uh, this season. Thank you so much for having us. This was a lot of fun. Race, yeah, racer, racers, dads, you guys all presented yourselves very well. Really proud of the young racers we've got here. It's so amazing, and I hope other families get to experience it. It's it's something I'll never forget. And sixty. Yeah. This is your sixty-third year. I saw for for racing there. Yeah, sixty-third year. Yep. If we could give a quick shout out to uh, Re Olds, they came on as a title sponsor this year and helped us out, uh, which was huge. They're right there in Lansing. Um, they have a really nice Oldsmobile museum, and then also uh, Reno's. Um, we leased that property from them, and Jesse's always been really helpful um, with anything we've ever, you know, asked her to do. So I just want to give a shout out to those two. Uh, people and organizations. There you go. Again, we appreciate. We actually it. entered. Just a heads up, we actually entered one of our track cars into the Ariole Museum tonight. It's probably being delivered there right now. So, well, that's pretty cool. Like a yeah, old a car, classic. No, actually, this particular one is one of the club members' cars, and then uh, we'll we'll kind of be alternating them out throughout this uh, this season. All right. Now, do you guys like yep. ha have a uh, like a local champion of the track there or each year? Uh, yeah. yeah, it depends on you know if there's enough cars for each class. We'll do uh, a champion for that class. So you should make the champion have their car put in that uh, museum for the off season, of course. Like the it's kind of tough though. If you, if, if you race indoors, you can't have oh, that's car too long. Yeah. yeah, like Josh said, you can race every weekend. <laughs> I guess you just need, yeah. need more cars, right? Right. <laughs> Don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, we appreciate the time. Yep. Thanks for having us. All right. All right. Thanks Thank you very much. Bye. Thank See you, guys. Good luck, racers. All right. Yep. Bye -bye. Thank you. Capital. Uh,
Quarter Midget. Yeah. Association. Nice group. Yeah. All the quarter midget guys we we tie when we've had the, really the Toledo have. guys on a few times yep. and um, yeah I got to get out to one of those events I still I got to check out that McNulty Speedway too the dirt I haven't been to that one yet that's no I've only seen pictures right so, but it looks pretty cool uh, coming up we have uh, your chance to win a Big D's pizza with our how many that'll be in just a little bit also a little bit of racing news to get to before we do that uh, a little bit of action from. Uh, this past weekend, uh, I don't, did you see the uh, video of uh, the I did, sprints I did. on ice up there? Fast Eddie's Hot Wheels on Ice at Houghton Lake. Uh, Friday, uh, Friday's winners uh, were uh, Mac Erickson uh, with the Great Lakes Lightning Sprints. Uh, Saturday, the Super Sprint winner was Dustin Daggett. Uh, him and uh, who was the other guy? can't remember his name now i don't remember but they put on a heck they, of a they show really did. i was Sli- like are they really racing or are they Sli- put on a show slide job after slide job that was yeah that was snow job cool. yeah they yeah. were uh, i think they were having fun though that was uh, pretty cool i look forward to that uh, uh michigan versus uh yeah. new england stuff for for next year that ought to be pretty cool how was the turnout uh, on the friday show do you have any idea uh, I don't. I did talk to uh, Les, uh, and we were just talking in general, not just uh-huh. the Friday thing. But he said that people were standing all around the track, shoulder to shoulder. There was just a ton of people there. So that's cool. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the Dry Dryden Extreme Dirt Car Series was in action Friday at Livonia Speedway. Cody Overton, uh, Brandon's brother, actually picked up the win. On Saturday, it was uh, Kenny Collins. Uh, he actually finished second, but was uh, crowned the winner. After Brett Dixon came up twenty pounds short, so the uh, Doug Frost just told us that uh, Phil Gressman was in the other car. Phil Gressman, that, that's right. Thank that, you. That, that Dustin was racing. Yeah. Uh, next up for the uh, Dry Dream Extreme uh, Dirt Car Series is uh, Thursday, March twenty fourth at Lakeview Motor Speedway in South Carolina. Then Rock Galt Memorial at Cherokee Speedway in South Carolina on. Uh, uh, Friday and Saturday, March 25th and 26th. Uh, the NTT IndyCars kicked off their season on Sunday with a first-time winner, Scott McLaughlin, uh, picked up the win in the uh, Firestone Grand Prix of St. Petersburg. Uh, next up for the IndyCar Series is the Apple 375 at Texas Motor Speedway. That'll be uh, Sunday, March 20th at 1230 on NBC. Racing's getting close, Scott. It, it is. Uh, Cup season or Cup Series was in action Sunday at uh, Auto Club Speedway for the Wise Power 400, and of course uh, Kyle Larson, after uh, not uh, seeing or not knowing that uh, Chase Elliott was there, right through a block or something. I, I kind of saw the replay. I don't know. He said he didn't know he was there. Um, Probably an interesting Monday morning yeah. meeting at Henrik Motorsports. <laughs> yes. Uh, but Kyle Larson uh, picking up the victory there. Next up for the Cup Series is the Pennzoil 400 at Las Vegas Motor Speedway uh, this Sunday at 3.30 p.m. That'll be on Fox. The Xfinity Series was also in action at Auto Club Speedway for the Production Alliance Group 300. Cole Custer picking up the win there. And next up for the Xfinity Series, the Alsco Uniforms 300 at Las Vegas Motor Speedway on Saturday. That race will be at 4.30 on Fox Sports 1. Uh, got to thank Big D's Pizza, Subs, Ribs, Chicken, and more in Clyde, Ohio. Give them a call, 419-547-1444. Do so right now. You can get some pizza. Uh, they'll have it there before, well, before uh, you eat, 
I guess. Yeah, we'll say yeah. that. They're, sure won't be before the end of our show. Probably probably not at this point, no, unfortunately. They're quick. but uh, You can order online, too. Orderbigdspizza.com. Um, again, check out the uh, the new cheese and pepperoni pizza bites. Sounds good to me. I wonder if you can get yeah. those with just cheese without the uh, the pepperoni because I'm picky. I'll bet you can. Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, freeze frame photos for all your racing photo needs. Action shots to Victory Lane. They have all your favorite drivers. They also do special photo shoots by appointment. Uh, contact Charlie at uh, Freeze Frame Photos at 419-476-9978. And uh, you can still get those custom um, items like the calendars and everything. And uh, can koozies, hero whatever. cards, yeah. can koozies. You get- so if you're trying, yeah, if you're stocking up for the season, you know, you want to give away some things, uh, contact Charlie, find out all the good little knickknacks he has. And um, or check out the uh, Facebook page, Freeze Frame Photos Online, I believe, is the name of the page. Uh, you can check out some of the uh, items there. So, and you can stock up, keep them in the pits to give away to little kids. And then maybe one of those little quarter midget guys uh, will be looking up to you. Uh, hey, I like this guy. He gives someday, me free stuff. Yeah. Someday I will have raced 150 years. Uh, well, that's a... You'll, you'll be there a lot quicker than I will. Yeah, probably. Uh, Ron Miller Race Cars, 374-856-7223 for race, car, race cars, parts, safety equipment, service, bodies, right? Yeah, maybe. Uh, everything a racer needs. Again, 734-856-RACE. Uh, the uh, 2021 NASCAR Cup Series champion Kyle Larson and uh, leading sports streaming service Flow Sports are joining forces to bring a new event to the grassroots racing landscape. Two parties announced uh, last Friday that Kyle Larson presents Flow Racing Late Model Challenge powered by Tezos. Tezos? I'm not. T-E-Z-O-S. Uh, it's going to be held Thursday, April 14th at Volunteer Speedway in uh, Tennessee. Dirt Late Model event will be held three days prior to the NASCAR Cup Series Food City Dirt Race at uh, nearby Bristol Motor Speedway. So Kyle Larson getting into some uh, dirt late model yeah. promotion there. Uh, David Allen, the president of Auto Club Speedway, was at. We talked about this a little bit last week. He was asked about the status of the track conversion to a short track on uh, Sirius uh, XM NASCAR Radio's Trading Paint. Allen said a timetable, a uh, quote timetable, has not been established as of yet. Unquote. He hopes as they get through the uh, year a little further, they will have a little bit more direction on that. NASCAR's intent to convert the track was first reported by The Athletic on September 8, 2020. At the time, The Athletic reported uh, the conversion could have been completed by the 2023 season. Doesn't look like that's going to be the case. Now. Although yeah. they did build a freaking racetrack in yeah, like a all month. The, all they did is pave it. The and put some, they paved it and put some stripes on it. Well, that's a well... They could do that. I mean, they made a... They fr- got the seats already at California. Scott, they made a freaking parking lot. They got seats. I'm just saying... And then they saying, put some stripes on Okay, it. I'm just saying. It's they could make a, a short deal. track in a month, so it could be ready for the 2023 season. Have you ever been in Florida? And Florida and California's weather is the same. You know, while folks up here are talking about building a road, they've built a road and got condos on it. California's... Yeah, I don't know. They've got their environmentalists. Oh, you think that's what's holding it up? Maybe. Okay. I don't know. Lorraine Raceway Park has a little closer to home here. Lorraine Raceway Park has announced a new addition to the 2022 season schedule. 
The inaugural Trident Street Stock Nationals will take place on Friday, August 26th and uh, Saturday, August 27th. The uh, Friday portion of of the event will be an open practice session from noon until dark on Saturday. Uh, the street stocks will be joined by the pure stocks who can uh, run in the Trident Street Stock Nationals, plus the Outlaw Super Sprints and the Chargers. I'm not sure where the Chargers are, but uh, uh, gate times and admission prices and more information will be released shortly. The total purse for the event is going to be $46,000. Wow. The A main will be uh, 5000 to win. The B main will pay uh, 3000 to win. The winner of the C main receives 2000 So I uh, figured that was... We'll leave a mention there. Uh, F1 teammates. No, I'm sorry, teammates. Formula One has terminated uh, the Russian Grand Prix contract after canceling the uh, race uh, scheduled for later this year, meaning that Russia will no longer have a race in the future. I also understand that they have uh, revoked the licenses of any Russian racers that may have been entered in that series. I heard differently. Did you? Okay. I, I, did read, I, I don't I read know. differently that they're not uh, suspending them. Okay. But that they are be. not going to race in um, Russia. Russia. It's kind of like uh, Dominic Hasek uh, called out Ovechkin, I think it was, because I think he's a, a Putin fan. Yeah, I don't know. And uh, in saying that the NHL should not let Russian hockey players play. There's a lot of Russian hockey players in the NHL. Yeah. So I, mean, I don't know. I didn't. And there. moving on, <laughs> uh, NASCAR Hall of Fame owner Richard Childress is donating one million rounds of ammunition to Ukraine to help out uh, their war against Russia. He announced on uh, Wednesday he was going to be doing this. Uh, Childress is currently a member of the uh, Ammo Inc.'s board of directors and uh, said he reached out to Chairman Fred Wagonhalls shortly after hearing Ukraine President uh, Zelensky asked for ammunition rather than help to flee the country shortly after uh, Russia invaded last week. So it's interesting. Yeah. A trio of former and, NAS- and current NASCAR competitors will take part in the second season of the Superstar Racing Experience, otherwise known as SRX. Tony Stewart, three time NASCAR Cup Series champion, will return for all six rounds of the series this season. Uh, I believe he's also the champion, isn't he? Because he won the championship in his own series last year. Yeah. You're gonna... <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, yeah, okay. Making his SRX debut will be 2003 NASCAR Cup Series champion and three-time Daytona 500 winner Matt Kenseth. Uh, he's going to compete in three events. Haley Deegan will return to SRX for two races. And, uh, yeah, I guess that's it. That's the three. Tony. That's three. Tony Matten. I was thinking there's somebody I was missing. And uh, Haley. So uh, Superstar Racing Experience season begins June 18th at Florida's uh, Fly F- Five Flags Speedway. And all those races, CBS, on Saturday nights. Uh, Danny Angaius, the uh, Hawaiian driver, otherwise known as the uh, Flying Fly in Hawaiian. Hawaiian. Not yeah. to be confused with Shane Yoder. It's a different Flying Hawaiian. Right. Uh, Danny Angaius. uh with uh, an Indianapolis 500 career spanning three decades, uh, passed away on February 26th of congestive heart complications. He was 79 years old, and Gaius made 11 Indianapolis 500 starts between 77 and 96 with four top 10 finishes. His best finish of fourth in 1979 and a uh, start of uh, top start of second next to pole sitter Tom Sneva in 1978. 
Gaius began racing motorcycles in Hawaii as a teenager. He earned a uh, Hawaii state title in 1960. Uh, he also began drag racing in the early 60s and became one of the top straight-line competitors in America into the early 1970s. So. John Young says you forgot Ryan Newman in the SRX series. I did. I See, I knew there was someone else. Thank you, John. I don't know how he didn't make it in there, but yes. Yeah, Ryan Newman. You said three, and you quit after Haley I did, Deegan, but, yeah. but Tony was a given. Tony doesn't count. Really? Because he's a given. I mean, of course he's going to okay. be racing in his own Talking season. about Tony Stewart, you did That's see big... that his 140-acre ranch in Indiana is for sale. What? For a paltry $30 million. Yeah, yeah, but uh, check this out. This is... Uh... Yeah. Yeah. That's... Uh... Yeah, we'll probably get uh, dinged for copyright with uh, the music there, so hopefully that's not copyright. There's... What you get for $30 million is uh, a huge log cabin. Pretty, It's really impressive, Scott. It, it, uh, yeah, I was uh, Scott, looking at pictures. Huge in koi pond inside. Is that the aquarium? It's kind of like uh, Bass Pro Shops Yep, looking. It's like an empty Bass Pro Shops that you turned into a house and put a bowling alley and a game room. And uh, it's on a little lake there. Oh, there's the pond. Yeah, yeah, very nice. Uh, but, yes, uh, speaking of Tony Stewart, 20,000 square feet, almost 20,000 square feet uh, in uh, Columbus, Indiana. It is for sale now. $30 million will uh, get you I wonder you if that. there's any wiggle room on that. I, could, I, 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 I might throw an offer at him. Really? Yeah. Close to the asking price? It'd have to be a... I wonder if it's furnished, if it comes furnished with all these... Uh, with his desk there. And he's, look at that view from the bedroom. I mean, that's pretty cool. You got the lake there. You got a, what is that ish? Nice, huge tub. Four person shower. <laughs> Ooh. What is this? It's like the upstairs of Bass Pro Shops here. It is. Is it a restaurant? Oh, no, it's the game room. There's the bowling alley. That's, that's where I went. That's pretty cool. He's got a car on the wall and a bunch of helmets. And a bar and some game tables, and I'm not sure what that. Oh, little golfing simulator thing. Um, yeah. I don't see any boat. Oh, wait. What is that? Little kayaks? He's Paddle boards. Yeah. Is that a moose? Is that a deer? Is there a moose in Indiana? Uh, that was a moose. They have I those didn't in Indiana? No, they had mooses. I didn't mooses. know that either. Holy cow, look at that. That is sweet. It's only 140 acres. Yeah. It's nice to be Tony Stewart, I guess. Uh, uh, one final note before we get to how many here. Montpelier Motor Speedway. Uh, this is almost breaking news, although it came out a few hours ago, but we'll still we'll give it the breaking news treatment. Uh, Montpelier Motor Speedway in Indiana plans to add eight dirt track truck series shows this summer. Ooh. So uh, I guess they have 20 uh, events scheduled, and eight of the 20 is going to be at Montpelier Motor Speedway. So I guess making it the unofficial home for the uh, Dirt Track Truck Series this year. Oh, that's the four-cylinder truck? That's uh, the thing that I'm surprised Jerry's not with us to uh, to announce that. But, yes, he's. I'm sure he's all over that yeah. as Jerry's the announcer down there. And oh, wait. I wonder if he's going to be racing a, as I'm well. I'm seeing a connection there. Yeah. I don't know if he had anything to do with that. but And I was told and this, this series may be coming – to a track uh, that sponsors the show. Somewhat closer to yeah. us than yeah, Montpelier. Yeah, yeah, we kind of mentioned that last week, so that uh, is also happening. So. Roddy Schroyer noted that uh, 
Tony Stewart went drag racing or is going drag racing, and uh, he needs the money. Dustin says that was uh, an elk. Okay. Not a they, they, they had horns. I, did, I don't I know. I didn't know they had elk in Indiana. Okay. It's all good. Uh, so last week's how many was? How many cars will finish on the lead lap of the IndyCar Firestone Grand Prix of St. Petersburg? The number was 22. Ooh. Yeah, I forgot it's a street course, so really you don't go a lap down yeah. very often. Yeah, but you can um, wreck. You can. Uh, Jerry was the winner. Uh, he picked 17, but I think that he should be discounted since he's not with us tonight. He's not present, so. <laughs> Jerry gets the black flag. But, but I don't know who is closest be between you and I, so I guess it doesn't matter. But John Deere was our uh, winner uh, of our listeners. He picked 19. He was closest with 19 cars finishing on the All lead right. lap. So congratulations to him. He's got himself a Big D's pizza. Um, if you would like a chance to win a Big D's pizza, here's this week's how many. Uh, I don't know how this one popped in my head, but uh, it did. Oh, boy. Yeah. How many letters, as in alphabet, alphabetical letters, will be on the hood of the winning car in the Las Vegas Cup race this weekend? <laughs> The hell you smoking, boy? <laughs> so yeah. Oh my! It could be zero if there's no sponsor on there, or it could be you know if there's a ton of writing on that hood. Wow. Yeah. You invented this one, Scott. I you did. Go I had, first. I think I was tired when I came up with it. So, Ooh. I'm gonna go with. Um, <laughs> hell, I'd have no idea. <laughs> I'm going with twenty. I'm gonna say there's gonna be twenty letters. And it's not words; it's individual letters of the winning car. And if these, if these, if the hood comes off during the race and that car wins, which doesn't usually happen, then that'd be zero. Or if uh, I mean, that could if it's just a picture, if it's just a picture on the hood, like uh, was it Corey LaJoy had his face on it? He didn't yeah. really have any letters, so I mean that could be zero too. You picked twenty. I did 20, 20 letters. So that's like a couple words. So obviously Jerry's not here. That means I've either got to go twenty. You got to go higher, twenty-one or nineteen. I'm going nineteen, 19. Scott. Oh, can't even read what I wrote there. Nineteen. All right, oh, so you, you got the under. So there you go. If you want a chance to win a Big D's pizza, put your guess as a number in the comments of our Facebook Live video or the YouTube Live video. Yes, hood only. Yes, Dean. Dean. Just hood only on the hood. Not not the windshield. Yep. Just the hood. Just not, the hood. So not the fenders either. Yeah, so if the if there's text that kind of goes across the hood and onto the fender, it's whatever's it's just, on the hood. Just the hood. So I'm going to have to get a good picture of the winning car so I can tell. <laughs> and if there is a little bit of uh, gray area there, we may, uh, you know, if you're within if, if like three or four, we may throw them into if, the pot. If part of a letter is there. Yeah, yeah. If there's part of a letter, then... Uh, we may have a two or three letter fudge, fudge, a fudge number. And then if there's a tie, we'll just, uh, we'll spin the big D's pizza wheel. So if wheel. it says big D's pizza and the A is on the fender, it counts as nine. Pizza. Oh yeah. A and pizza. It's at the end. I got it. I was like, there's no A in big D's. Pizza. <laughs> got it. There is an A in pizza, Scott. <laughs> oh man. Uh, speaking of uh, big D's pizza. This weekend's uh, Big D's Pizza racing menu is empty, but 
but wait. On the horizon, we can see some things. I've actually added our, our first uh, race in Northwest Ohio uh, on our Big D's Pizza Racing menu coming up on Friday, March 18th. Today is the third. 15 days hence. 15 days, so just a little over two weeks. Racing uh, is coming. And suppose, this weekend sounds like it would be perfect for it. Yeah. It's supposed to be 70 on, well, other than the rain. But, uh, yeah. Well, and, and Attica has announced their first two races uh, will have Saturday as a built-in rain date. So Yeah. So the uh, Friday race uh, scheduled there is uh, construction equipment and supply night with the 410 sprints, the UMP late models, and 305s. Gates are scheduled to open at 5 o'clock, racing at 745, and adult general admission is $18. And uh, as Ron mentioned, the rain date is Saturday the 19th with – and that's not just rain. It's a rain, snow, cold date yeah. uh, of Saturday. Gates would open at 2 if they use that, and racing would be at 5 uh, for the rain date. So there you have it. And that's about it for this edition of the Hammerdown Racing Report. I want to thank our guests from the Capital Quarter Midget Association up there in Scott, uh, Lansing. I am so impressed with, with how well – those young racers and, and not just the ones that we had on tonight all the quarter midget racers are so well spoken um congratulations to their parents or the associations they race with um it's a real pleasure talking to those kids and before i forget uh if you're listening to us on the podcast we'll give you until uh noon on now what time's the race right i already three mentioned o'clock. It. three o'clock we give it till three o'clock on Sunday to uh, pick your now wait will there will there be any practice televised? I don't know. It's we we better it's not shut. like you can't see the cars now anyways. We better shut yeah. But. All right, we'll say noon Sunday. You can guess up until noon on Sunday. All Just right. find the Facebook Live and put your guess in the comments, uh, where you see a whole bunch of guesses of just numbers. That's what that is. Thanks to associate producer Dave Kemmer and uh, contributors Matt Swander, John Young, Doug Dock, and Bob Stazak. Next week on the show, we are uh, talking the Chris Howard Memorial. Oh, yeah. With Danny Schaefer and uh, Chris Sands, I believe, is going to be joining us. Very good. And then uh, two weeks from tonight, uh, we'll have our Attica Raceway preview. Um, See if we can get uh, Rex Lejeune back on to uh, talk yeah. about their upcoming season there. They always have uh, a lot of great shows on tap. And, and if and if we can't get Rex, we'll get whoever we think is going to be the feature winner. And We could get John Boers, or we could get Brian Liskey. Neither of them are going to win. We could get Mike Boers. You think he's going to win the feature? Maybe. Okay. Are you going to go race? No. Steve? My car is still in the race, in the race trailer. What about Steve? Steve headed over there? Uh, I don't know. All right. We'll have to ask him. Thanks again to our sponsor. Oh, no uh, no Hammer Down Hotline playback uh, for this Aww. week. Nobody called us. Nobody's been calling the Hammer Down Hotline. It's, we, we might have to just shut it down, I think. But uh, if just for the heck of it, I'm going to put this out there. There's the Hammer Down Hotline number, 419-318-3081. 419-318-3081. If you don't want to see it go away, give us a call this week. Yeah. If you got an opinion on uh, something we talked about in tonight's show, feel free to share it, and we'll play it back next week. Um, to be totally honest, I didn't even check it this week, but usually, <laughs> usually I get a notice on my phone when okay. somebody calls. So I'm pretty sure there's nothing on there. 
Um, thanks again to our sponsors. Again, uh, brand new sponsor, Dominator Race Products. Make sure to get out and uh, support them, as well as Oakshade Raceway, Big D's Pizza, Ron Miller Race Cars, Freeze Frame Photos, and Hud Hunter's Barber Studio and Salon down in Perrysburg. Dominator Race Products, title sponsor of the Oakshade Raceway Superstocks. And it's going to be a sponsor on my Superstock. Oh, my. Don't you embarrass them, Scott. Now I have a lot of pressure. Thanks. That's it. All right. We'll see you next Thursday, 7 o'clock again. It's uh, uh, the Chris Howard Memorial show with Danny Schaefer and Chris Chris Howard. Chris Sands, yeah. Wrong Chris. Wrong Chris. We'll see you next week. You have been listening to the Hammerdown Racing Report, available on demand on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting platform. Have you ever wanted to know how to win a Formula One Grand Prix? I mean, really know. Know about the driver tactics from the cockpit, the strategy calls from the pit wall, and even the mind games in the paddock. There's a lot more that goes into winning a Grand Prix than just 90 minutes of racing. So every week on the F1 Strategy Report, we're taking a deep dive into the decisions that shape every result. Hey there, my name is Michael Laminato, and every week I'm joined by an expert guest from the paddock to talk through the big calls that won the race and the missteps that resulted in bitter defeat. Before every race, we'll look back at the previous year's result and consult the current form guide, and we'll be in your feed after every Grand Prix dissecting the the outcome and what it means for the championship. So for your regular hit of Formula One analysis, subscribe to the F1 Strategy Report wherever you get your favourite podcasts. The Strategy Report is a beer mogul podcast on the Evergreen Podcasts Network. My name's Michael Laminato and I'll catch you after the chequered flag.